All right, y'all, so let's talk about The Flash, that box office, which is just scary to look at right now, and what exactly happened. We are currently running a giveaway before we get into it, so if you want to enter that giveaway, just make sure you're subscribed and comment below and enter the giveaway. We also have our merch out right now, the Bow for Pearl shirts. If you want to go check those out, it's in our Shopify link in the description, also right here in the uh, page. You'll see it. Um, but let's talk about this uh, Flash movie, what just happened. Uh, y'all, I'll pull off the notes because I was really thinking what happened. I like to look at these things every box office to see where the studios are going with things so we're going to be doing that from now on but let's get on with it the flash opened to 64 million over a four-day weekend and it is just insane because black adam opened higher than that the flash was a movie that was very much so extensively reshot redone all of this it's been in the works for years and it finally got its release we were thinking it was going to be a pretty good release and then the numbers started to come in for the opening which was like 20 million something which was already low from what they're estimating. I think they wanted at least 75 to 100 million for sure. So when it comes to the uh, budget for this movie it was around 250 million apparently not even going into the marketing of this movie so you could probably put around 300 million or so so this movie really needed to hit a big number opening weekend so where exactly did this movie go wrong and everything so i think the biggest thing we have to talk about is the whole ezra situation which i'm not going to really get too deep into what happened i think everybody has already been covered on that extensively um but i think that was a very big reason as well that we're seeing this sort of like um change in how people were going to go see this movie i think that very much so put off a lot of people from wanting to go see um this whole thing ezra another situation with that also is they weren't able to really do press tour they weren't able to go on these talk shows do all of this press that we usually see with movies come out and the other cast also due to the writer strike the late night shows and all of that weren't able to get on these shows and promote the movie as much as we see other movies do so as well i think also we have to think about that this this is going to be a reboot now for DC and many people probably wondered what was the point of going to go see this movie if everything's going to be changed and we were about to get into some new things when it comes to the DC universe. So I think a lot of people are just thinking what is the point of this movie, right? We also have to think about that we are in the summer slate of blockbusters unlike we've ever seen before because of course um, when everything happened with the pandemic and all of that we had a lot of movies that got shifted, pushed forward and all of that and there's now like this very bloated uh, year that is 2020. 23 because we just had across the spider-verse we had uh the little mermaid we had transformers and now we have the flash and on top of that also the other movies are on blockbusters are coming through it is just crowded right now at the theaters and i was like calculating if you want to see every single movie in june alone that's a blockbuster not counting everything else and not counting if you're going with a family or somebody else you're at least paying over 120 dollars a month for all of these movies and i think that people became so accustomed now to going to the theaters to watch one movie but then they know the other one's going straight to streaming so they're just like ah, i can i can juggle between the two and so i think that's a lot of what we're seeing right now happening is these people are very much so being more selective of what they're watching and i think the flash with all of the baggage that it already has is a movie they'll just opt out of because they can just skip it and watch it later on they think and also maybe it doesn't have the weight to it because it's not a continuation of anything where have we seen the uh, marvel cinematic universe a lot of their movies continue the overall story they're telling but at the same time even people with those aren't really going to them as we saw with amanda was quantum mania earlier this year i think there's like a big divide going on right now about 
how people are going to the theaters or they're not and which movies they're being more selective on. That's definitely a thing we're seeing. I think a big thing about this also that we're seeing was that nostalgia wasn't as strong as they thought it was. And albeit there is a whole thing about whether Michael Keaton was the right Batman right now, whether he was too old to give that nostalgia factor, maybe somebody like Christian Bale would have been different, you know, things like that. I think that Warner Brothers saw what worked before with No Way Home, but that was a little bit more closer to the ages and everything, I think. And I think the thing with Star Wars that made it such a huge hit, The Force Awakens, was we had gotten a long break from Star Wars uh, before we got a new Star Wars anything movie. And I think that with uh, DC, it hasn't given it that time to sort of like marinate of sorts for people to long for it. Uh, especially after uh, coming off the years that it's had just recently, DC, it hasn't been looking that good, especially with the whole Black Adam thing as well. I think a lot of people just have a sour taste when it comes to DC, and I don't think that a cameo for Michael Keaton was going to fix that at all, or whatever else those other cameos were. And I think one of the biggest things that I really noticed towards um, the beginning of the whole uh, marketing campaign that we were seeing, especially after CinemaCon, because that was a big thing it got released at CinemaCon, so it was kind of too early, I feel, to release that. And then we just had a bunch of fan screenings. Like, I'm telling you, I think in my city alone, there was like six. So imagine that people got the chance to go see this movie early that were really anticipating this movie. Like, these were the core fan bases, right? They got to see it at a screening, and then... They had another chance to go see it at another screening, tell other people that they uh, know like this movie, it was good, let's go see it at this screening. So I feel like a lot of the big fan base that was supposed to push this box office at the beginning was already done seeing the movie after all of these screenings that just happened all over, um, like everywhere. There was everywhere screenings. Like I felt like there was a, a point where there was two screenings on the same week and it was just like, what are we even doing here? Because that is your sort of, like in a way, fire for the movie right like the beginning of like these fans are going to go out there and spread the word because usually movies do have one or two or three screenings there's usually like a press screening then there's like a promo screening and there might be one extra promo screening right before the movie releases and those are usually how the screenings work for every movie honestly but the flash was just an anomaly for me because there was like a ton of screenings happening and i think that really deterred from people seeing it opening night because they already saw it, they saw it for free, they were done with it, you know? So I think that's another big factor in here. And, you know, I, I'm just wondering where DC goes with this because they had the biggest promo with Tom Cruise, we had Stephen King, you had James Gunn praising this movie, pushing it on social media and all of that, and it just fell flat on its face. I think that we definitely are seeing a cultural shift, I think, when it comes to movie going and all of that. Uh, because it's not just The Flash that's underperforming. It is Transformers. It is The Little Mermaid. Other movies like that that were supposed to be these big pushers into the box office seem to sort of just be taken aback. And I think it's a thing with studios just wanting more money. And that's just the case with business, I think. Because in business and all of that, you have to make more than you previously made. And I think studios... A billion dollars, that's all like, like the goal. It's a billion, it's a billion because that's exactly what it's ingrained into the business and that's how much they have to make. And that's why they go and spend these extravagant um, budgets and then they're over here just like being torn apart at the box office because it doesn't even get close to that. So I think it's a big part on the studios than anything else because they're pushing out these very bloated, overpriced projects that they're expecting to receive a uh, five four x on and they're barely even breaking two x and i think that they really have to take a look in the mirror and just be like 
we're overspending here and we're not meeting it because I think that the uh, experience when it comes to movies has definitely changed with streaming. Um, people don't really care about seeing these uh, big IP projects in theaters no more because it's almost feeling the same. I mean, The Flash. Um, you had Across the Spider-Verse. You had all of these movies that just feel that they're the same with the multi-dimensional in the span of like four years. I think people have gotten fatigued about it and they're not going to go spend that money. Whereas opposed this box office this weekend, you had the Blackening. $5 million budget already grows $6 million, and it's definitely going to get some more um, projects greenlit with everybody involved. But it is an original story. It is feeling fresh and it is just new. And it's something that people enjoy. Didn't go over the moon with the budget, just kept it simple and kept it straight. And I think at the end of the day, that's what people want. And I hope that that definitely does make things better in the long run. But we'll see. But yeah, The Flash going down sad. We'll see what happens. We'll talk more about what the future of DC could look like this week as we get more information. But let me know your thoughts and opinions on The Flash and it flopping at the box office. So always, that's going to do it for me. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you also turn on the notification bell to know when the giveaway is announced. And if you want to enter the giveaway, just be subscribed and comment below. I want to enter the giveaway. Check out the Bo from Pearl um, shirt on the Shopify. Also down below the link. And I'll see all of you next time. Stay safe. Stay positive.